Today is a special day in the church calendar. Today is Pentecost, the day that we remember when the Spirit of God fell upon the early church in Acts chapter 2 and gave them the ability to speak in and, uh, and understand other languages so that they could better preach the gospel and tell other people about Jesus Christ. It was an incredible moment where we saw the multi-ethnic, multilingual, multicultural mission of God tangibly at work amongst the early believers. And I love Acts chapter 2 because the day of Pentecost, Pentecost wasn't just a flash in the pan, a cool event that you had to see to believe. When the Spirit of God fell upon the early believers of Jesus, the Spirit led them to incredible ministry together with their neighbors. The end of Acts chapter 2 says it like this, uh, and we've preached on this passage many times. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, we see the early church partner together with other believers in their towns, in their countries, and then across the world as they share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ with those around them. And that is such an important aspect of our faith, partnering hand in hand with our brothers and sisters in Christ to love and serve God and our neighbors. And that is something that we at Anchor Bay are blessed to lean into as well by being part of something called the North Shore Gospel Partnership. The North Shore Gospel Partnership is a multi-denominational network of churches, over a dozen churches here on the North Shore who partner together as we preach and live out the gospel of Jesus Christ. Pastors from each church will meet together and pray together and brainstorm together and share resources together. We come together to prayerfully consider how we can best serve our communities on the North Shore. And we join together often as we serve our communities. One really tangible way that all of you have seen this is through our Serve Sundays that we do, where we partner with two other churches to love and serve our neighbors on the North Shore. And one of those churches in the Gospel Partnership is Intercultural Mission Church in Andover. And today we have the privilege and blessing of hearing from Intercultural Mission Church's senior pastor, Pastor Sam Kim, as he preaches the Word of God today. Pastor Kim is a fellow Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary alum, like your pastoral staff here, uh, and has served in many different ministry roles uh, over his long ministry career, but is currently serving as the senior pastor at Intercultural Mission Church for over seven years, I think. Is that right? Um, and as you all may remember, uh, we're currently walking through our sermon series, Mosaic, uh, Many Voices of God's Unified Story, where each week we're hearing from someone uh, from within our own community. And so today, in the spirit of this partnership with other believers on the day of Pentecost, uh, we are blessed to hear from a friend and co-minister of the gospel from another church. Uh, and I'm really excited to hear what Pastor Sam has to say for us. So please help me welcome up Pastor Sam Kim. Thank you. 
Well, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, yeah, even though my church is in North Andover, actually our family live in Beverly. We love living in Beverly. My wife, Sejang, and I, we were um, fantasizing about retirement. Uh, and we were fantasizing about, like, where will we retire to when we retire? He said, well, it's got to be near the ocean. We don't, wanna, we don't want it to be too hot. We need four seasons. We don't want it to be too remote. It needs to be a city, but not overwhelmingly too big because we can't handle that. I, I got to be able to have access to waves that I can surf. And then we looked at each other and said, oh, my God, we're retired. <laughs> I was surfing at Good Harbor yesterday. And here I am. So praise be to God. He's already retired us. Amen. Um, I truly love befriending and co-laboring with Pastor Bryn and uh, your church pastors here over the past years, especially through the North Shore Gospel Partnership. So when uh, she asked me a couple of months ago to preach here during her sabbatical, I was in the middle of trying to line up preachers for my own sabbatical coming up in a couple of weeks or three weeks actually. And so I, I, I couldn't say no, could I, right? And so... I told Pastor Bryn I'd love to preach at Anchor Bay Church while she's away. And so it is truly a joy to worship with y'all today. Pastor Bryn did say or told me that I could preach about anything, about any topic or passage that I'm particularly passionate about. So I thought, well, what could I be more passionate about than... Love. Love. Now, Paul's letter to the Romans talks a lot about love and our new and eternal life as beloved children of God. But, you know, like all children, we often wonder and question whether God, our Father, truly loves us and how much does he love us? And how often does he love us? And how long will he love us? Because we want to know. We want to know that somebody truly and always loves us. So today, we learn that by his word and his spirit, we know that God loves us. By his word and his spirit, we know that God loves us. I'd like to talk about God's love in two ways. Number one, his word tells us he loves us. His word tells us he loves us always. And then point number two, because he always loves us, his spirit dwells in us. Because he always loves us, his spirit dwells in us. So point number one, his word tells us he loves us always. Verse 35 asks, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? In the original Greek that this passage is written, the word for love here is agape love. As many of you know, agape love is different from 
other Greek words for love, such as romantic love between lovers, or brotherly, sisterly love among families and friends, or charitable love for others, especially those who are in trouble or in need. And all these other loves are beautiful and wonderful as they are, but they are limited in scope and time and conditions. For example, you are in love until you fall out of love or you love somebody else. You love your family or your friends until they disappoint you, betray you, or abandon you. You love your church members until you find out that they didn't vote right or they didn't post right. You give to the poor, but only to the extent that you're not going to end up being poor yourself. You see, these other loves are finite and very finicky. So a couple of weeks ago was the 25th year anniversary for my wife and me. So I tried to tell my wife, Sejong, how much I loved her by spending over a week learning an obscure reggae song and changing the lyrics, customizing the lyrics to our love and recording myself with my guitar singing it. When a man loves a woman and a woman loves a girl, it's such a blessing, right? And I posted it on Facebook and, you know, YouTube and wherever to tell her how much I loved her. Even my full-on, I am embarrassed of anything and everything my father does, teenage daughter, thought that it was a very cute way for me to tell her mother how much I loved her. However, my wife said, Jung, she was not that impressed. <laughs> she was not that moved to love by my well-intended, off-key public expression of love. I mean, she tried. She tried her best to, you know, to encourage me by responding, uh, yeah, that was nice. And she even, like, put a thumbs up like, you know, for my post. But it was clear that, you know, she wasn't getting it. Uh, you see, I, I had forgotten that words of affirmation, even put to reggae music, was not her love language. It was mine. <laughs> her love language was acts of service. So I spent the rest of our anniversary week trying to make up for that by putting away as many dishes as I can and cooking as many of her favorite breakfasts as I can and newly potting some flowers for the balcony because then she felt loved. Listen, even this morning, when I should have been preparing for this sermon, <laughs> when Sejong said, hey, I need you to marinate some Korean barbecue beef for me to feed my family who's visiting us, I did. So if you don't like the sermon today, just blame it on the Korean barbecue beef, okay? Blame it on love. Now, Sejong and I are truly thankful for our marriage and the love that we share, which is amazing and wonderful, but also imperfect and incomplete and sometimes embarrassing and downright 
hilarious. But we know that even this love we have is only until death do us apart. All these loves, including Sejong and mine, as wonderful and beautiful as they are, will come and go. Increase or decrease, depending on the seasons and situations and conditions and departures and death. But agape love, agape love, on the other hand, is love that is inseparable, unconditional, unlimited, unwavering, unrelenting, overwhelming, never, ever ceasing love. And just to clarify, the love of Christ, the love of God in today's passage is not talking about our agape love for Christ. Our agape love for God because His Word, the Bible, tells us over and over again that we humans have and continue to fall out of agape love and fail to agape love God. Even the godliest and holiest among us, Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses, King David, prophets like Elijah, and the 12 disciples, including Peter, all have failed to agape love God as much as they may have tried or wanted to try. But God's Word also tells us over and over again the inseparable, unconditional, unlimited, unwavering, unrelenting, overwhelming, never-ending agape love of God for you and me for us all. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Listen, tomorrow is Memorial Day. Jesus says in John 15.13, Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends, for his loved ones. So let us remember and honor all the men and women who gave up or laid down their lives for their friends, family, people, and nation that they loved. But even more so, let us remember and honor the love of Christ for us all. For despite all our hate and rejection of God, God would not, could not stop agape loving us. And the Son of God laid down his life for us and rose again so that we will be God's beloved children forever. The agape love of God is written all over and throughout the Bible, including the letter to the Romans. 
God is always telling us that he always loves us in and through Christ Jesus. But us children, we don't want to be just told our Father always loves us. We want to know. We always want to know and feel and live in our Father's love for us, which takes us to point number two. Because he always loves us, his spirit dwells in us. Because he always loves us, his spirit dwells in us. Now, when I was a child, and I, I would often have this playful exchange of love with my mom. So I would tell my mom, so speaking of Pentecost and speaking in different tongues. So I would tell my mom in Korean, I love you, mom. 엄마 사랑해요. And she would ask, how much? 얼만큼? And I would say, this much, 이만큼. Then I would ask, mom, how much do you love me? 엄마는 날 얼만큼 사랑해요? And my mom would say, this, this, this much, 이따만큼. That was my favorite part, knowing how much my mom loved me. See, as children, we are not so concerned with whether or how much we love our parents. The concerns and questions on our minds as children are, do my parents love me? How much do they love me? Do they love me no matter what? Will they love me even if I get my clothes dirty? Even if I get an F, get in fights, get teased, get hurt, get sick, get abused, get lost, get in trouble, get out of town. Will they love me when I can't and won't live up to their expectations and plans for me? When I disappoint or shame them, will they still love me? Today's passage tells us. Nothing can separate us from our Father's agape love. Nothing can separate us from God's agape love means God loves us always. No tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword. Verse 35. Or when we are persecuted for God's sake, verse 36. And neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, verse 38 to 39, can separate us from God's love. If nothing can separate us from God's love, then we live always and forever in and with God's love. Love no matter what, children of God. So how does God's agape love live in us always and forever? By his spirit. By his spirit who always dwells in and among us. Because according to Jesus in John 4.24, God is spirit. And according to 1 John 4, 8, God is love. 
Therefore, the Spirit of God is love. Look, here's a glass of water. I brought it here for functional purposes, but sometimes I need a little more pickup. So here's a glass of water, and once I drop some of this drink water-enhancing drink concentrate, can we now separate the concentrate from the water? No. Even more so by the Word of God. More so by the blood and resurrection of Christ Jesus. God's spirit of love lives and dwells in and among us always and forever. Nothing, no one, no time, no virus or pandemic, no political, social, environmental conflicts, no legislation or mandate, no person, no post, no trend, no shunning or shaming, no suffering can separate us from his spirit of love. And it is his Holy Spirit of love that was poured upon the church, upon us all, that we remember and celebrate today as Pentecost Sunday. Verse 37, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are the beloved children of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm a child of God. You are a child of God. We are children of God. There's only more of his love, more spirit of love for us to drink in. More of his spirit of love to drink in and share in our life together as beloved children of God and beloved bride of Christ, Jesus. Let's be honest. We spend our lifetimes looking for love. We all want to be told, I will always love you. We want to know what love is. I want you to show me. We look all the time, everywhere, and in everyone for that love, but can't find true love. And the loves we find seem lacking, never enough. And now I've just dated myself by making references to songs from the 80s, right? Believe it or not, I grew up loving country music. Do you know why? Do you know why I love country music? I'm from the South. South Korea. (laughs) Actually, it's because I grew up in the Midwest. In the 80s. Yeah, all right. And, and as an Asian kid who didn't quite fit into a predominantly white town of Springfield, Missouri, I used to love singing along to Looking for Love by Johnny Lee. Anybody know that? Probably not because, again, it's an old song. 
But the chorus goes like this. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love in too many faces searching their eyes. Looking for traces of what I'm dreaming of. See, I was dreaming. I was dreaming and I was hungry and I was thirsty to belong. To be accepted. To be valued and seen. To be loved unconditionally and always. I spent a lifetime looking for agape love and God blessed the day that agape love found me. Not just me. We all thirst for love. We thirst for more love. Well, thirst no more. In Christ, we are all beloved children of God. And as his beloved children, we can taste, eat, and drink from his living water. Be filled and overflow with the inseparable, unconditional, unlimited, unwavering, unrelenting, overwhelming, never-ending agape love of God now and always through his word and by his spirit of love. It is this agape love, his spirit of love that binds us together as his children, as his church, as his Anchor Bay Church as part of the North Shore Gospel Partnership of Churches. We are his beloved children purchased and bought with the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, and sealed by his spirit of love. What other love do we need to drink from? For by his Word and His Spirit, we know God loves us always. Amen and amen. Let us pray. We don't know how, we don't know why, Lord. We just know because we read it in Your Word. We know that you love us, and that by your Spirit, we know and grow and live in your love always. Lord, help us to no longer look for love in all other places and persons and situations. Help us to know that we have the love of God, agape love. The love of Christ, agape love, in and with us now and always. So we thank you and we pray all this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen.